What's up, everybody? We're back for another episode of You Won't with Frank and Mike. What's going on, Mikey? Uh, not too much, Frankie. Happy Saturday to you. It's a glorious start to the day. One movie down. I got a Bloody Mary here in my left hand. I got plans to golf this afternoon so we can kind of break out of uh, the off season and get started on our 2021 season. And uh, I'm just in a good mood, Frankie. How you doing? I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm in a good mood, too. Uh, both having some some drinks this morning. A uh, little brunch action. I just had some eggs, so I'm I'm uh, I'm tuned up and ready to go. Um, but I, I want to jump right in because I have a topic I really <laughs> want to talk about. Um, because over the last uh, few months, you know, I, I've had some interactions with with uh, my neighbors, and I'm I'm really interested in oh, yes. in in your perspective on this, um, and your opinion really because. What I, what I really want to find out from other people who, who maybe go through some of these situations is, are there rules and guidelines to um, neighborhood relationships and what you should be doing for your neighbors or what you shouldn't be doing for your neighbors? And I'll give you some, some background real quick, because over the last few months, we've had, um, <clears throat> obviously, up in the Northeast, we get snow sometimes, the leaves are down, and I have like... I have, I have neighbors who are very nice They're you know, on the, on the service, they all seem very nice, but they're all very different in, in their own ways. Like one of our neighbors across the street from us, older couple, you know, kids are out of the house, very nice, but they're, they're a little off. Like it's not, you know, I don't, I wouldn't say they're the normalest people in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, neighbors to our right of us are, are, are older than us, but they're, they're somewhat young couple um, with three young, youngish kids. Um, our other neighbors are like incredibly strange people. Like the guy never even says hi to us. Like he could be, he could be a, a serial killer. Like I'm, I'm somewhat convinced of that. Yeah. Um, and then we have like a diagonal from us, like the, the, the do it all guy, right? He's like, he's got all the equipment. Like he's got the great lawnmower. He's got, you know, he's got the, 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 the great leaf blower, the, the, the plow, whatever. He's got everything. He's also like incredibly cocky. Like he wants to help with everything. And, um, he knows he's the neighborhood dad. <laughs> yeah. And he also, but he's just so cocky. This guy is unbelievable. Actually. I, I'll give you an example. One, one day he came down with his, I was doing the leaves and, uh, and I have a pretty nice, uh, uh, backpack blower. It's, it's very, um, very powerful. So it does the job. I don't really need anything else. So he comes down with his tractor, which, you know, he uses just to like suck all the leaves up and spit them out. And I hate that. Like it just, it just like mulches everything up and, and doesn't really do anything. So he comes down with his, Oh, let me help you out. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, okay. Like I, I don't want you to help me. Like, I don't need your help. Like, can you like go away? Yeah. He comes down, he mult, he does the whole thing. And it, it this guy uh, named John, his name is Steve. Oh, okay. There we go. All right. Yeah. Sounded like a John or a Steve. (laughs) Yeah. So he helps me out, but then he continues going. He's like, Oh, I see you. Um, I see you always going to play golf and like hitting golf balls in your front yard. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, like I I play decent amount. And he's like, he proceeds to tell me how great at golf he is, which is like Mm -hmm. the worst type of person. He's like, and I quote, he goes, yeah, when I just hit the ball, I just, it just explodes off my club. (laughs) Like I, I guy's. I could shoot really low if I really wanted to. Like, I just, I don't, I don't play that often. And when I do, I play with some older guys and they're just amazed by how, how, how good I am and how far I hit it. 
And I'm like, dude, like get lost. Like, I don't, I don't care. I don't want you to help me. And I don't care about your golf game. And then he's like telling me he wants to play with me. And, and like, that's the last thing in the world. I want to do. So anyways, long story short, what are you, what is your, cause I know we both live in neighborhoods. Um, we, you know, we've both been in our houses for a few years now. And, and so I guess what's your interactions with your neighbors and what are your rules and guidelines? Cause I'm, I'm, yes. am I just like, am I just a bad guy for not wanting no, to interact? Nope. You're right. You're right there. I almost put my neighbors into like three categories. All right. I got the ones where we get along great. We're friends. We actually interact. Well, you know, on Halloween, my one good neighbor next door, he sets up the barbecue in the driveway. We all bring our candy to the end of his driveway, hang out there, get along great. The Moors, I love them. Great people. Then I got the people where I consider them, you're, you're the nod neighbors. We just nod. We yeah. just do the head nod, the yeah. wave. We're good. Nothing needs to be said. We're the nod of neighbors. Hmm? Yeah. Hi. Hmm? There we go. Good to go. Then you have the creepy ones that you just avoid. Yeah. So I got the ones diagonal from us. We've never interacted. So luckily he's not like Steve over there where he's going to force himself onto helping me with my activities. Cause I can only imagine what my neighbors think of me when they watch me try to maintain my lawn. <laughs> Frank, you know, I'm a big fan of you recognize your strengths and you need to recognize your yeah. weaknesses and either delegate or learn from them. You're very good at that. I'll give you that. You're very good at that. I appreciate that. So a couple of years ago, uh, you know, I'm in the market to purchase a lawnmower because I haven't found the service yet. I just got the house. I'm thinking these are my duties. I got to maintain the lawn. I've learned my ability to purchase useful homeowning maintenance tools weakness i am terrible at it i was in the market for a lawnmower i'm looking through i'm thinking you know what liz is all about the environment we'll go eco-friendly i'll check out these ryobis that are battery powered i mean i don't have a lot of lawn to maintain here it's 0.24 acres it's not a lot yeah so i'm thinking all right this is going to do the job halfway through the lawn battery dead it keeps happening and happening. So the neighbors see a half-maintained lawn that's only half done, and then me flipping out with my very great patience. Next thing I know, I'm breaking the handlebar because I'm so sick of this piece of shit. So that led to donating it for parts, and now I'm in this great, not scheme, but we'll find yeah. out, but I have these great landscapers who take care of the lawn now. Fast forward two years. Very similar. I raked the lawn this week. It was very nice. I got away with it out of just, you know, two barking hamstrings and a blister on the hand, but we survived yep. and uh, wanted to use the leaf blower. So search online, do a little research, Black & Decker, that's a reputable company. This seems good. Add to cart, gets delivered, rake up the leaves, and then we have to blow them to the edge of the driveway because in Raleigh, they they pick them a big up. truck that comes around, yep. sucks all up the leaves, good to go. Get out there, all excited with my new leaf blower. I couldn't blow a feather on an ice rink, Frank. This thing <laughs> did nothing. And I was like, what the fuck is going on with me in purchasing any normal maintenance homeowner tools? It is brutal. So I returned that. I got a new one coming. Tried figuring out a strategy of kicking the leaves up and blowing it midair. Looked like a fool. Accomplished nothing. So... So oh, it was, uh, it, it's interesting. I'm in a little cul-de-sac here, but back to your original point about the neighbors, yeah. three buckets, the friends, the nodders and the avoiders. Yeah. I would love all of them to be nodders. If I'm being honest, like, I, <laughs> I, I <laughs> like there's one thing of being like f friends with your neighbors and you know, we don't have any, like 
we have one neighbor again who has they're young ish and they have kids but like i don't I, they're not people I really see myself hanging out with. Like they're just not those type of people. Um, so if everyone could just stay as nodders, I, I would appreciate that. But to your, <laughs> it's so funny. We bought a, um, a leaf blower this year. Cause I had, I had like a, a smaller one that my parents got us like when we moved in and it, it was like similar. It, it, it didn't do a whole lot. Like it was tough to move leaves. And this year we, we upgraded big time. Like we went all in and we went, um, and I keep saying we, cause Allison's very, like, she's a part of this process for sure. Um, yeah. she doesn't blow the leaves, but like, she's like very much, especially with our finances and all that stuff. She's very involved. Um, which is good because if, if she wasn't, we would be uh, dirt poor and we'd have no money cause I would buy a bunch of shit. Um, so we went all in, like we went to the, went to like a, a local shop and, uh, the guy was like, <laughs> he goes to us, let me tell you something. No one regrets going for the most powerful one like people regret getting the least powerful one and they come back and get get a bigger one so we went all in we got the most powerful he's not backpack. wrong by the way yeah. he's not wrong yeah so so i have a, I have a really good um this the the neighbors the neighbor situation i have a really uh, good story about my neighbors and and really where all this kind of came to head um because this was this was um in the fall um the neighbor to, to our, if you're looking at our house, the neighbor to our left, um, who's this younger, youngish couple, they have a cat. Um, so like yourself, you know, they, they, uh, they love their, their little kitty. And Allison gets a text uh, one morning from, from uh, our neighbor. And she goes, um, who's very involved. Like she is like a little over the top with texting Allison. Allison wants, I mean, hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast, but um she Allison really wants something to do with her. She's kind of strange, but she has kids. So she's always like texting Allison things, right? Messaging her on Facebook. And Allison's just like, I, like I'm not even friends with her on Facebook. What's going on here? Um, so she texts Allison one morning and goes, Hey, um, you know, our cat didn't come home last night, but I think it's, I think I hear it behind your garage. So can I come over and check? And Allison's like, yeah, go for it. Right. So she comes over and she's like, actually the cat stuck up in a tree. So I go outside and she's, she's there and I'm like, you know, the cat's like 50 feet up in a tree. Like, I'm like, okay, like, I don't like what, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's going to come down eventually. Like, I'm not, so it must got spooked up in the tree in, in the middle of the night and has been there since. So her uh, husband comes over, he was out. So he comes over like an hour later and is, and is like, I got to get this cat out of tree. Like, you know, my, my wife, like, we just need to get out of the tree. I'm like, dude, it's 50 feet in the air. Like, I don't know. Like how the hell are you gonna get this cat out of the tree? Like you just want to wait. So he brings over like a 20 foot ladder, which does nothing. Um, and, and I'm like, I'm not going to go into the entire story, but this goes on all day. Like this is a Saturday. It goes on all day long. So we go get another ladder from our other neighbor again, interacting with neighbors. I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like it's on my property. So that's the problem here. So the, I, our other neighbor has like a 40 foot ladder comes over. We try to like all day we're spending getting this goddamn cat out of the tree and the cat's not budging. The cat is literally like laughing at us. Like it's he's like, fucking with everybody at yeah, this point. Yeah. So this goes on. And I, when I mean all day, like it was hours and hours of this guy and like, it's on my property. So I kind of feel obligated to be like standing there helping him. And by the way, this guy is not like a little dude, like he's a little pudgy. 
So he's up in this fucking ladder, 40 feet up in the air, and I'm holding it at the bottom. And then I have my old, my old 75-year-old neighbor over there also trying to hold it. And he's just like poking fun at the guy in the tree. He's just like laughing and not doing anything. So I'm like worried this guy's going to fall down and like kill himself. And my other neighbor is just laughing at it. And we got this guy who's overweight up in a tree. It, dude, it was disastrous. So eventually I tell the guy, it's like five o'clock. The sun's going down. I'm like, dude, like the cat's going to come down. I'm like, oh, by the way, the freaking fire department came at one point. <laughs> I was wondering when they were showing yeah, up. Yeah, That was the first step. Actually, she called the fire department. The fire department's like, yeah, that's like that, that because that happens in movies. Like that doesn't happen in real life. lady. Right. So they were like, yeah, we're not going to do anything. <laughs> and then yeah. so. 8.30 at night comes around, right? Cat's still up in the tree. I'm having a glass of wine with Allison on our couch. And I see a light flashing in our window in our, in our, you know, where we're sitting. And, and it's the guy, it's my neighbor. And he's like, so I'm like, what, like, what do you want? So I go outside and he's like, Hey, do you, um, uh, do you have like the ladder that we're using today or something? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, cause Steve <laughs> wants to help. Steve, let's oh, fucking do great. it all again. Now guy. Steve's involved. I'll give Steve credit. He came over and within minutes had that cat down. <laughs> within we should have called Steve earlier. I know. I know. But it was a, like literally from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. This was an all-day affair. And, uh, and I, I just I, – the neighbor situation is just so interesting to me because I don't – I don't really – I just want to nod. I just want to be the nodder. That's all I want. That's all yep. I want. Yeah, you got to establish that early on. It, yeah. It's all about, you know, those early interactions. What kind of, you know, neighbor are you going to be? You got to establish the nod early, right back into your garage, right back into the house. <laughs> um, and then usually it picks up from there. But it's funny, my good friend Bryant, uh, he has one of the funniest skits all time about cats. Because outdoor cats are this biggest scheme of all time. My <laughs> in-laws have three, three outdoor cats. Prince, okay. Mama, and Bully. All right. It's hilarious. He's built little houses for them and oh everything. My and my friend Brian cracks up because he's like, Oh, yeah, great. It's Prince, Mama, and Bully to them. The next door neighbors, it's Sean, John, and Jim <laughs> to the neighbors three houses down. It's Fluffy, Fufufu, and, you know, Dumpling. And this cat is playing every goddamn house for a new meal every 10 minutes where every person thinks they actually own this cat. It is hilarious. And it's the biggest scheme of all time. I got to give the cats credit because it's a hell of a scheme. Um, but it is funny because I was telling them too, because we have obviously an indoor cat. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, she's so affectionate. It's great. You know, runs to you when you first come home, always loves to snuggle. And he goes, so the 1% of cats that actually do that, you're describing what 100% of dogs do. Yeah. Just buy a dog, dude. Very and true. I was like, Very oh, true. God damn it. All right, Brian. All right. Yeah. So I'm not was, a cat uh, guy. Um, yeah. I have a, I, we grew up with, with, with a cat and I had to bury that cat one, one morning, um, which is a whole nother story. And, and, uh, and it's something I'll tell you on another day, but um, that cat always scratched me. So I was like, fuck this cat. Like, I don't, I want nothing to do it. And now I have two dogs and that's, that's that. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I know you're praying for the, the 1% of the cats that don't claw you. And then when you get them, you're like, all right, but hundred percent of dogs will treat you like that. Yeah, it's true. Um, speaking of, um, like leaf blowers and stuff. Uh, I, uh, I was at, I went to home Depot this week and, um, I don't know. I don't know if you have this experience. I don't know how often you go to like home Depot or Lowe's or whatever, but I always, whenever I go in that store, I like immediately want to leave. I, I don't, 
so I went in there this week um, a few times actually, <laughs> because a their customer service is absolutely terrible. It's um, dog shit. It is so bad. Oh my god. Sorry. Keep going. Which you're, no. You're which actually like some I, PTSD here. I shouldn't I be surprised. Depot. I shouldn't be surprised by it. Right. Like. Like, think about it. If, if I like, it could be me working at Home Depot and like, I, I know what, or like when I was younger and you worked in like a store or, or whatever at a restaurant, like you don't care, like you just don't. So like, if someone's coming up to you and like giving you a hard time or like pissed off, like I get it. I'd probably, I'd probably react the same way. I'd be like, dude, like, I don't know, like get lost, you know, go fly a kite. All right. Yeah, exactly. So, so we, um, we're getting, we're getting, um, new shutters for, for our front window. And we did it through Home Depot. We have a Home Depot credit card. So it just makes sense. And, um, you know, it's through like a third party though. So you go through Home Depot and then they hire out like a company that comes in, comes and does it. And um, so Allison's like, you know, and I'm not, you know, don't tell a lot of people this, but I'm not really not very busy at work these days. So um, <laughs> can't relate, Frank. <laughs> so I'm, uh, Allison's like, listen, if you have some time, go to Home Depot and pay for these shutters. Like all I need to do, just go in, give them the, the, the PO number and they'll take care of it. Right. So we have, we have two home depots that are fairly close to us. One that's like a little bit closer and one's a little more of a hike, but the one that's a little more of a hike, we actually went to because it's actually, it's just like a better home depot. Right. So that's where we made this order. But Allison had talked to somebody at Home Depot and they were like, it doesn't matter what Home Depot you go to, like it's all the same system. So you'll be able to pay for it no matter what. So naturally I go to the closer one to us. Right. I go in there. I literally, I'm like, Hey, like I go to like the customer service desk and I'm like, Hey, I need to pay for, you know, something that we purchased. We bought shutters. I have a PO number. And uh, I sit down with the guy and the guy literally goes, uh, yeah, I, I can't, I can't process that here. And I'm like, I'm like, why not? And he's like, well, because like, did you do that? Did you make the order here? And I'm like, well, no, we did it in at the other location, but you know, we, we called and, and someone told us that, you know, all systems are the same, which I totally makes sense. Right. <laughs> like it's right. Home Depot and that we could pay for it here. He's like, no, I can't, I can't help you. And I'm like, okay. I was like, I was told that, that I could pay for it here. Like I'm trying to just pay for this. And he goes, yeah, you're gonna have to go to the one where you made that order. Fine. I got enough time. I, I don't put up a big fight. I go to the other Home Depot, which is 30 minutes away. So it's not like I'm just like That's far. Yeah. So 30 yeah. minutes. Well, cause it's in the other direction too. Like it's oh not, my you God. know, so I go, I go there and I'm like, Hey, I'm same process. I'm, I'm here to pay for this. And they go, Oh, we can't process that here. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, well, it's coming out of this other location, the location I was just at. They're like, that's where the parts and all the, the, I don't know, the work or whatever is coming out of there. And I was like, I was literally just there. And they said I had to come here because this is where we ordered it. And she's like, honestly, I can't do anything. And they, of course, like three or four people come up, like the manager, blah, blah, blah. And, and they're like, yeah, no, we, we, we have no way of processing this here. Yeah. Yeah. Useless one. And then useless two, then useless three. Yeah. Thanks for the help as we're just in this finger pointed process as I'm ready to just kill myself now. I'm trying to give you money. Like I'm literally trying to hand you money. Like I'm here to pay for something. Like it's not cheap either. Like it's like, and so I call Allison and she's irate. She's like, are you kidding me? You know? And she's like, I'm going to call them and bitch them out, which she does. And then we find out you can just do it over the phone. And we're just like, are you kidding me? So anyway, it, it like really, it was one of those days I was like, are you kidding? Like, 
I went and got pizza afterwards. And I was like, I'm, I, I'm going to splurge because I'm so frustrated right now. Yeah. Um, Society wonders why drinking and the consumption of alcohol is skyrocketing. Yeah. Case one and two right there. All right. Oh my God. Yeah. It's brutal. It's just such basic things of purchasing shutters become, you know, a week long process due to the, uh, you know, dealing with a bunch of idiots in customer <laughs> service. It's brutal. Exactly. Exactly. So that's my, uh, that's my rant on, on Home Depot customer service in general. I feel like it's just so terrible. You just never have a good time with it. It's like the, like if your bill's wrong or something, you got to call like, you know, the phone company or like whatever. You're just like, shoot me now. You know, my worst customer service experience ever was Spectrum. I'll never go to them ever again. God damn it. I called them. I was kind of drunk. It was my 30th birthday party. Uh, it was also the night of a UFC fight. I can't remember which one it was. I'm pretty sure it was McGregor who's fighting tonight. Can't yeah. wait to bet on that. Yeah. Pumped to uh, probably go through another brutal ESPN Plus experience, but that's a story another time because goddamn that service. But back to Spectrum, my 30th birthday party, more pumped, got some friends over. We had a nacho cheese tower flowing. <laughs> Everybody's in a good mood. Order the fight, screen goes black. Oh All my right. God. All right. What the fuck's going on? Purchase again. Screen's still black. Get on the phone with Spectrum. I got this obnoxious, and I'm going to say it, a witch with a B, and she was just giving me attitude. And I wasn't in the mood for it because, <laughs> one, I'm drunk. Two, it's my birthday. Three, I wanted to watch some people bleed and fight each other, and I can't watch that right now. Yeah. So I'm devouring my nachos, yelling back at this woman, and I finally get to the point, I go, you ruined my 30th birthday party. Everybody's leaving, and she laughs at me. <laughs> And it set me so off. It was brutal. Canceled Spectrum. Been with DirecTV ever since. It was a glorious decision. But I was a rough customer experience uh, a moment. I think for me, I'll admit it. I don't know if it was my finest moment or hour. I think I'd laugh at you, too. I think I would have laughed at you, too. Oh, oh man. It's my 30th birthday. You ruined it. Literally, I'm yelling at Spectrum. They ruined my 30th birthday party. Meanwhile, everybody's still sitting there like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. So speaking of, how much is the fight tonight? Uh, probably like $69.99 yeah, for I, three minutes of fighting. I thought it was, I thought I saw like, I, I thought I saw $87 or something, but. That wouldn't surprise me because it's McGregor now. And you know what the worst part is? I'm going to fucking pay it and yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it. It's going to be Saturday at like 8.30. I'm going to be like, nah, yeah, I do want to watch. Let's order it. And I'm going to regret def- it. I'm a huge, uh, like I've always, I've always been a McGregor guy. I mean, I don't know if I'm like as much as I used to be just because he's a, he's a nut job, but uh, I'm definitely <laughs> rooting for him. I'm probably not going to watch it if I'm being, if I'm being honest. Well, uh, that's what we asked for on this pod, Frank. Honestly. Yeah, honesty. That's all that I can do. I'm I'm not gonna listen again back to the finances thing. If I told Allison I'm buying a, a fight for eighty dollars, <laughs> he would literally laugh in my face. So I did it once and I and it was a, I think it was a McGregor fight and it, it literally lasted like 30 seconds. And um and Allison's like, wait, did you really because I didn't watch any of the undercards. Like I don't really right. care. You know, like I just turned it on at midnight and then like I she was already in bed and I like went up to bed and she's like, It's over. And I'm like, uh yeah. She's like, you spent 80 or whatever it was, 80 bucks on that. I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay, that's never happening again. I'm like, yeah. Now that's the worst part. You, you nailed it in the sense that it, it doesn't start till 12 o'clock. So I'll pay for it. I'm bored as shit from the undercards. I don't really watch it. And I pass out by 11 o'clock and I wake up and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I just paid that money. And I didn't even watch the main event. Yeah. It's brutal. 
I think Weidman's fighting tonight, though. I think I saw. Ooh, Hofstra. All yeah. right, all right. I'll tune in for that. Yeah, I, so. I, I was looking through the the uh, the lines for tonight, which we'll get into in in a, in a little bit here. Um, but I saw he was he was on the card. So he like he like not that again. I'm not going to pretend to be a UFC UFC expert. That's for sure. But I feel like he was like at the top of of like the UFC for a while there, and now I feel like I've never. He's not like anywhere to be heard anymore. Yeah, he won the uh, he won the heavyweight, and then no idea what happened after that. Yeah, yeah, but uh, we'll leave the UFC expert uh, opinions to the next podcast, Mike. Yeah, I'm down for that. <laughs> I, my Cobra Kai experience, I don't think uh, translates to UFC breakdown. So I'll, no, I'll pass on that. No, I don't think so. Uh, did you see the um, the uh, the weigh in though for them? Very. Uh, it was like like they shook hands and stuff. I was kind yeah, of yeah. They were like high five and then yeah. hugging and like, oh yeah. hey, buddy, buddy. So we'll see. I mean, I'm sure they, you know, I like it better when they they fake like they hate each other and they're like gonna yeah. start fighting right there on the spot. Um, but either way, yeah, I'm gonna get yeah. sucked into watching, but we'll see what happens. <clears throat> uh, press conferences. Speaking of of that, um, I'm sure you saw uh, the the disaster of a press conference that Dan Campbell had. Thank you for calling it a disaster because I don't <laughs> understand why so many people are like, oh, what a football guy. Dan Campbell, he's going to take on the – whenever a coach comes in, and I, I think Judge did this as well, but when they're like, I we're going to be that. the brand of the city. <laughs> yeah. Detroit's been down, and we're going to get back up and kick you in the face, and then we're going to bite off your kneecap. Dan Campbell, what the <laughs> fuck, you cannibalism weirdo? <laughs> it was the most oddest press conference where I was watching and thinking – the Lions are going to suck for They're the next six years straight. Yeah. Like, this is not the right hire. And everybody afterwards is, oh, what a football guy. A football guy? Where in football are you eating kneecaps? Did I miss that in the rule book or anything that's happened over the last 10 years where people are eating kneecaps? I don't think so. So, uh, you- I mean, good luck, Detroit. Enjoy them. I am so happy we got all gas, no brakes here in New York. Yeah. <laughs> so I had the same reaction. I was like – this like this team's gonna suck. <laughs> He's not gonna be a successful NFL coach. You just know, like you just know when you watch these guys, like like enough with the football guy. Like enough with that. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter. It does not matter if you're a football guy and are tough. Like I hope your team plays hard and is tough. You're in the NFL. Like if they don't, you're gonna suck. So <laughs> it, like like the whole that whole spiel that like that coach speak, I guess that that these guys use and judge uses it you know i love judge but he does use it and use it during that press conference i'm gonna take on the like what if you're in and i heard this so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pretend this is like you know my idea of saying this but like in san francisco like we're gonna take on we're gonna take on the the uh the personality of of the city san francisco or like we're gonna eat sushi for lunch we're gonna be a little chilly for dinner but we're gonna have a fun time doing it la LA, yeah like it just and i know that didn't happen necessarily but like i don't know it's such a joke like whatever they say that stuff it's all just i get it you're talking to the fans and you want to like come off but dan campbell you just sound like a psychopath like none of the players like looked at that and were like oh yeah i'm jacked up now like there's there's just no way what are you doing after that press conference being like, all right, I guess I got to work on my biting skills on a kneecap. Thanks coach. Like, <laughs> is that what we're going to be practicing day one? There's no way you come in. You're like, all right, I'm going to go fight for this guy. Yeah. And the opposite, the opposite I'll say for Robert Solomon guy nailed it. Guy nailed it. And it's a uh, complete 180 from 
uh, what three years ago now or two years ago oh, when God, when uh, years, yeah. when Gase was hired. Yeah, he was on some weird cocaine or something during that press conference, staring all over the place. It was very nice to have somebody who uh, was in control of the whole press conference. I mean, we can go on and on about it. Salah, I am so pumped to see him in action. He's going to have that team ready to go. He answered all the questions perfectly. Once again, you know, figure out your weaknesses. Let's get the specialists in here that are going to help complete this staff. We're a team. I'm going to be committed just like I am to my children. That's the kind of crazy I like. Yeah, sure. Where you're going to very- put the football team on the same level of your family. All right, let's go to work. Not when we're going in eating body limbs. <laughs> so he, uh, yeah, like he just seemed real. Like he just seemed like a real guy and not like, a, again, like the football, the football guy. You know, he just seemed like he's clearly a football guy, but it's just a real, real dude. Like he came off as like just a regular guy who coaches football. He has six kids going on seven, by the way, which is yep. fucking insane. Um, I have two kids and that's it. Like I can't deal with any more. So um, props to him. I don't know like how, I don't know how you <clears throat> are like a football coach. And same thing goes for like a, a Philip Rivers who has like 15 kids. Like how, I don't understand being a dad, how you, invest that much time in something and also have a family of that size. Like it doesn't make any sense to me because like I find it difficult already when, especially when I was going to work to like balance the whole thing. He is- I have a cat and a sales job and I feel stressed out and busy. I, it makes no sense to me. So I'm with you brother. <laughs> but anyways, I, I like uh, he's uh he seems real, which is good. And hope, I think, I don't know. I'm confident, dude. I told you this the other day. I think the jets are going to, Turn around quickly with him. Yep, um, I agree. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I just want to. Uh, I, I'm starting to dream for Deshaun. I know it's bad, but I'm doing it. We have the pieces to go get him. He's truly motivated, and he's been hanging out in New York. There's a lot of rumors starting yeah. to circulate, and I'm starting to get sucked into them. And I don't like it, Frank. I wanted to not get teased with this. Stay realistic. And now all I'm seeing is Deshaun to Allen Robinson. And oh baby, in that gangrene, all gas, no brakes. <laughs> oh man, I mean, <clears throat> I, I think all all it takes is him saying he would want to go there. I think that's the biggest thing, right? right? Like if he doesn't, he controls like basically where he's gonna go. So um, I don't know. I don't. It, is the Jets? I mean, listen. I think Salah helps that for sure. I think that is a uh, big well, thing. Richard Sherman. Not to cut yeah. you off. Richard Sherman's already pushing for it. He already said, if I'm Deshaun, I get out of there and I go to the Jets. Yeah. And when he said that, I was like, oh, okay, Richard Sherman. I used to hate you. Now I love you. Come yeah. on over to the gangrene as well. So we'll see. It's weird having other players like talk highly of the Jets. Yeah. When all they did was change their coach. So um, it's it's weird. I'm, I'm staying excited, but we'll see what happens. Uh, cause who knows, but I'm, I, I want to Sean now, but, but we'll see. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. All right, Mikey. Uh, it is that time of day. It is, is it hammer time. It's hammer time. Like Mo Money Mike is back last time. Um, <clears throat> last time, last week you had a great week, three and one. Um, I made a mistake though on the on the last podcast. You're actually eight seven and one, not eight six and one. Oh, you know, uh, all right. So, but you're one game over five hundred. Um, heading into uh, tomorrow, um, this podcast will be out 
um, later today, so on Saturday. So you can get your picks in. You can get Mo Money Mike's picks in. Um, but obviously, we got the the two championship games tomorrow, um, and then we have a, a few other few other picks we're going to do. We're going to do four this week. Um, wow. Because there's not a there's not a I was looking at I was trying to figure out what the best games were and listen if we're being honest I'm not gonna have you bet random hockey games um, for the listeners and uh, unless you want to unless that's the path we want to go down I'm always in yeah. nice little plus two sixty last night on a little parlay so I'm always down okay. to talk those okay. hockey picks all right so I'll 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 start laying those in um, but let's let's uh, let's get started let's do this all right so first game up you're gonna love this one. <clears throat> the uh, the Hofstra Pride tonight take on Towson and their oh. minus six favorites at home. Hammer time for the Pride. <laughs> Towson stinks. Joke of an organization, or not an organization, joke of a program that's been there for years. The Pride is starting to turn that corner. We're getting better each game. I'm hammering the Pride at minus six. I thought you were about to say ten and a half. At six? Wow. Oh, my goodness. Might be a mortgage payment. So you see how they're... So you see how they're doing it this year with the Colonial? I don't know if every conference is doing this. I don't think they are, but they're playing back-to-backs. You see this? Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's just like in hockey, too, to minimize yeah. the travel. Yeah, yeah. Almost like mini-series. Yeah. I like, dude, offshore, it sucks. And we we haven't, I don't think we've actually talked about this face-to-face, but how disappointing last year was for us. It's a joke. Yeah. We've waited 20 years to get back into the tournament. The first time we make it, nah, pandemic, cancel the whole tournament. It just, it was so fitting yeah. for, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just being a Hofstra fan or a Mets fan or a Jets fan or an Islanders fan, it was just so fitting to have your team actually make it and get to watch them in March Madness, and then they just canceled the whole tournament. And, and we, uh, I feel like all of our friend group that went to Hofstra, like we, we, we talk about this all the time. Like, it's just, it, this is what happens with Hofstra basketball. And like, because they're usually pretty competitive. Like you and you're out there, they're usually pretty good, especially under uh, Joe Joe Mahalik. Um, and when we were there, they were pretty good too, for the most yeah. part. Um, and then last year, man, we're sitting there, and of, it just of course, of course, <laughs> the year that we're all like jacked up and best team. I don't even know if it's the best team we've had. We've had such good teams, right? We've had guys who are playing in the G League now overseas, like you know, obviously Chuck Jank, which if if you're the uh, goat. The GOAT, yeah, he's the GOAT. Um, you know, Wanye Green, all these guys, you know, Justin Wright Foreman. I just uh, got a Justin Wright Foreman signed Utah Jazz card ooh, in the mail yesterday. Ooh. That was fun little cards purchase. That's nice. Um, but I'm with you, man. And we were going to be a 12 seed. Yeah. It was a lock for an upset win. Right. And most likely, everyone kept saying, projecting it to, to play Villanova in the first round. We're going to smoke them. The Jay yeah. Wright connection. Thanks, Jay. See ya. We're advancing. And we got stripped of that celebration. It was brutal, but we'll be back there. I think we can win the CAA this year. I think so, too. It's a solid team. A lot of, uh, you know, like four returning starters or something. So it's a solid team. I, we don't have that one guy. But no. anyways, Hofstra basketball, is, you kind of <laughs> – I know we could talk Hofstra basketball all day, but we'll move on. All right. We talked about this before. Conor McGregor. Is a the money line is minus three hundred five. I just saw. Oh my god! It jumped up from two forty. Yeah. So what are you um, what are you thinking? 
I mean, I'm hammering McGregor. The yeah. minus 300 is brutal. Yeah, um, brutal. You got to lay out a lot there just to win a little bit, which isn't the most enjoyable. I might uh, look to go a lot more prop bets tonight, maybe for huh. a little fun there to get a little better payouts. But um, to lock up all my prop bet pays, I'm hammering McGregor to win, even at minus 300. Lay it out there. He's going to win this. Um, he's back. He's motivated. He looks good. It's going to be a fun fight. I'm riding him tonight. He wins. <laughs> Sounds good. I think not that again, not that I know a lot, but I think he's gonna he's gonna win. He dominated the first fight. I know that was a while ago, but um all right. Now we move on to uh the, the big games of, of of the weekend tomorrow. Um the first game. Um I forget the time. Is it a four o'clock game? I think no, so. No, I think it's the same three? thing. Three and six. Three and six. Okay, cool. Yeah. So Packers, Bucks. Uh, Packers are three and a half point favorites. Um, I think this is a tricky one, but uh, what are you what are you feeling for this? I know it jumped from two and a half to three and a half, and I hate that. But I'm still hammering the Green Bay Packers, and I oh, can't wow. believe I'm going that route, betting against Brady. But I just think this Packers offense is substantially better than what we saw out of Drew Brees and the Saints last week. I mean, Jameis Winston stepped in for one play aired at 50 yards, touchdown. That's what Rodgers is going to be doing all fucking game. So give me the Packers, minus three and a half. Bucks are good. Brady's a great. Not this year. Rodgers moves on. He keeps going with this redemption tour. He's going to hoist the Lombardi, I think. But we'll get to that another time. <laughs> I'm taking the Packers, minus three and a half in game one. I love it. I love it. Um, okay. The other game. Chiefs, and this is I don't I don't I haven't read this morning yet. I mean, I imagine that Mahomes is playing, but he you, is. He is okay. Officially ruled playing. Okay, cool. So, do you? Okay, first question: Do we think there's any chance that this is that he's he was playing no matter what? Like, there's no like even if he has a concussion. Do you believe in any of these theories that maybe he still has a concussion? And he's still going to play. One billion percent. There was nothing that was keeping him out of this game. The guy could not be able to form a sentence. He might not be able to see. They were going to leak reports. He was completely fine and passed every testing protocol. Yeah, like Mahomes, you- there was no chance he wasn't playing Sunday. And not before, I don't want to take away from Hammer Time segment. Colin Coward, what a loser. Oh, Did you I see he was saying yeah. the NFL should delay the game if Mahomes can't play? Take a hike, Colin. That is one of the worst takes I've ever heard in my life. But anyway, back to hammer time. He's the king of bad takes. Uh, he makes shit. like the dumbest comments sometimes. Uh, like, okay, talk about like, yeah, I don't want to get this, but talk about integrity of the game. Like, we're just going to move a game because a quarterback can't play. I mean, listen, the last thing I want to see is Chad hanging out there. Like, if I'm being mm-hmm. honest. But- Anything is possible. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. All right, Chiefs, three and a half point favorites. Who you got? I can't believe I'm doing it. I am hammer time the Buffalo Bills. I am riding them to their first Super Bowl in 27 years. I think they might actually even win. Okay? It's like we just talked about. The Chiefs are going to say whatever the hell they need to say to get Mahomes out there. At the end of the day, it might be debatable that he's not human, but he is a human. All right? No preparation of practice coming into this week. The Bills just have this... I don't know, something to them this year. Um, I mean, they've been a dominant team all year. Three losses. One of them was on the Hail Mary. Uh, the Hail Murray, whatever you want to call it. The Bills are a complete team. 
Allen and Diggs connection right now can't be stopped. I think the Diggs over on catches and yards is 15 and one in his last 16 games. So little prop bet, little extra info for you there. <laughs> I'm riding Buffalo, man. Uh, the cold weather's not going to fuck with them. It doesn't matter. The fans isn't going to be a factor. Mm-hmm. So you got a kind of a hurt Mahomes battling some toe issues, battling concussion, battling some nerve shit in his neck. I don't know. It doesn't give me the most confidence. I think it might be crazy to go a hammer time segment and bet against Breeze, uh, again, bet against Brady and Mahomes. But that's what more money doing Mike's it. doing today. Doing it. All right. Give me Rodgers. Give me Josh Allen. And we got a Green Bay versus Buffalo Super Bowl Sunday. And I'm pretty giddy about it. It's funny. I think I think most people are like most, uh, I don't know, news outlets or sports stations would want to see the opposite. Brady versus Mahomes and possibly raise, you know, I don't know if it's Brady's last chance to get there, but. I love it, Mikey. I love the Bills pick. I want the I'm I'm on I'm on the the Bills bandwagon too. All right, we're gonna add we're gonna add one here to get to five so we can keep it um I like that. Keep it consistent. Over under on this game, 54 and a half. Oh, I'm Bills Chiefs are talking, right? Yeah, Bills Chiefs, yep. I'm going the under. Okay. I'm going the under. 54 and a half is a lot for when the way I think this game's going to go, hence the Bills pick. Uh, I don't see the Chiefs putting up 30 plus. Um, so that's what I'm banking on, and I need that. So I got to stay with the under here. All right. I love it. All right. So quick recap of Hammer Time takes Hofstra tonight, Easy. minus six against Towson. Uh, he's he's hammering McGregor tonight as a, as a money line minus three hundred five, which not going to make a ton of money there. But um, and then you got the Packers hammering the Packers and hammering the Bills and taking the under in the Bills Chiefs game. All right, Mikey, let's see how you do. I'm uh, I I don't know. You could <laughs> this could go all to shit real quickly. At least five. It's a right? big week. Yeah, championship <laughs> Sunday. So I, last week is probably. The best weekend in football in general. That final four when you got both those games is probably the best week. Championship Sunday, though, we got lucky. These are two awesome matchups. It's going to be two great games. I'm so pumped to not move from the couch for a second on Sunday because we got both these games. We got Islanders Devils. We got Rangers Penguins. We're going to the three TV setup come Sunday. (laughs) So it's uh, I'm pumped. It's going to be a hell of a weekend. I don't want to rush today because I'm excited to get some golf in this afternoon. Maybe watch a little movie and wine tonight. Get rowdy. We'll see. But I am pumped for Sunday. That's going to be a hell of a day. Well, that was Hammer Time with Mo Money Mike. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see, how, we'll see how you do. Uh, I'm excited for, for tomorrow as well. But, um, <clears throat> listen, I, I don't have much more. Obviously, George, George Springer signed this week. Um, uh, yes. Not, not with the Mets, with the Blue Jays, which, honestly – I don't know. Go have fun in Toronto or Buffalo, wherever you're playing this year. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and have fun with that. I think, I don't know. It was a lot of money, so I can see why the Mets didn't do it, but um, what's your, what was your reaction? Obviously you wanted him to be a Met, but um, would you go on that high for him? I guess. Uh, I don't think I would have. And it's what we talked about. I forgot which episode it was um, where I was starting to get this feeling that it wasn't going to make a lot of sense to exceed the luxury tax for going six years, $170 million for a 31-year-old George Springer. You don't know how much longer he has a center. Don't get me wrong. 
Would he have substantially helped this team in the next couple of years? Absolutely. He would have been a great signing. We still need a center fielder. Now we're linked again to, you know, Jackie Bradley Jr. Kiki Hernandez already signed with the Red Sox. Kevin Pillar's out there. So, like, now your options are getting like, fuck, we're back in the Wilpon era. But we're not. We're not. Okay? Because we did go get Lindor. We need to set ourselves up to extend him, extend Conforto, who's 27, which I talked about. I think you're still set up. I mean, apparently the Mets and Angels are still the favorites for Trevor Bauer. I don't want to be paying this guy over $30 million and break the bank for him on one 11-game start season where he did pitch really well. Don't get me wrong. But besides that, he's a four-career ERA kind of pitcher. So I'm not looking to break the bank for him. I'd rather go get hand. I'd rather go fill out this roster with competent players. So I was bummed, but it's not like it's going to get me any less excited to start the season um, with the team they're going to put out there. So – it is what it is. Springer, enjoy Toronto. I really do think he helps uh, the Jays a lot, though. That AL East will be fun with, you know, the Jays and Yanks battling and the Rays, I'm sure, competing. But the Red Sox and uh, Orioles continue to suck. But the NL yeah, East is going to be a battle, man. Um, NL East. The Nats are good. Yeah. Yeah, the Phillies are bringing back JT Romuto. I will say the Phillies will finish in last place, which is awesome, though. (laughs) I'm so glad that roster sucks and that city has to suffer through that shit because they thought they were going to be legit bringing in Bryce Harper. Marlins are not the sixth pick, though. Oh, oh, the Eagles. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Philly, celebrate. (laughs) You got the sixth pick that you're going to fuck up. Did they hire a coach yet? I think they did, actually. Uh, I forget his name. Stanley or something? Yeah, good hire, Stanley. So that'll go well. <laughs> Offensive coordinator from um, Indianapolis, I think. Oh, that's good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, again, I, you know, they were. I think they were looking at a bunch. They were looking at Todd Bowles too, which would have been awesome. When they when I saw they were interviewing Todd Bowles, I was very excited about that, Mike. As you can imagine, I can relate. Yes, you should have been. <laughs> um, oh no, sorry, Nick Sarani. Cer- not, not, I think Stanley's one of the other guys, Nick Serrani. So I'm sure you've heard of him. No, even better. Oh, yeah. Nikki, yes. Nikki Serrini. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You got anything else sports related? I, I watched the Rangers last night. They lost in overtime. So. Okay. Not that we need to break down Rangers talk. What the fuck is Tony D'Angelo doing taking that shootout? I don't know, man. I know. I watched it and I was, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I got a lot of answers. Tony D'Angelo? How is that the guy you're going down your bench? Capo is having a good game, scored. Adam yeah. Fox is your best defenseman by far. If you're really feeling inclined yeah, to go with a defenseman in a shootout, roll Fox out there. Yeah. Roll anybody else out there besides Tony D'Angelo. And you lose and you're surprised? Tony D'Angelo sucks. The guy's been a healthy scratch the last couple of games. I don't Give know him if this an opportunity. Was a Give him an opportunity. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. It was, you know what, Tony? We're going to let you fail on your face. We're going to pull a little Nick, Nate Sudfeld action here. Let <laughs> you go fail so we can stop trying to tease ourselves thinking we're going to put you in the game. I, the, the the good things that I saw last night was Con- Keandre Miller played great. Um, yep. And uh, Bushnevich had a great game. He just didn't count. Booch is good, man. Yeah, he is Booch good. is a good player. Um, so listen, there's some progress there. Listen, they're gonna, they're gonna, as we talked about, they're gonna, they're gonna have some struggles. Yeah. Um, but I think you know, Panarin is so good, man. Ah, oh, it's so he's so Dude, he fun breaks my heart. Every I hate watching Ranger games. I would he's say I watch them good. all with Liz because I just love hockey and it's still yeah. fun to watch. Panarin breaks my heart still. It's brutal, and the Islanders are amazing. Yeah, but the thought of Panarin on yeah. this Islanders team is just like fuck. 
because we're that sniper away from truly being like, whoa, we are one of the top teams in yeah. the NHL. Yeah. So it's still going to hold us back, and I got to watch him pick corners and skate around there. The thought of him and Barzell and Lee on a line. Not yeah, happening. Yeah, Sorry, but no, it's not happening. We move on. Uh, you know, enjoy uh, the bottom of the basement over there. Panarin, just kidding. I'm not going to start. <laughs> and I know um, the Ranger talk here, but since yeah, this breaks happened- my heart. Since this happened today, this morning, Mike, and you pointed this out, big trade in the NHL, not that we're fucking going to talk about it because we're not. The only thing we're going to talk about is uh, it was Dubois for Lene. Um, <laughs> um, you nailed that. Columbus and Winnipeg, they both hated being in both those. This is you. You already told me this. You told me this before. Yep. Yes. So it's not like I, I'm not saying something that I know. Um, they both hated being where they, they were, apparently, right? But they switched places. And we were having this conversation before the podcast. What's better? Columbus or Winnipeg? Yeah, that's a poll for the listeners because to me, I don't know. I think I might retire at that point. Yeah. If you hate Columbus so much and you're demanding to get out of that city and they ship you to Winnipeg and you're in Winnipeg and you hate being in that city and they ship you to Columbus, both of you are still stuck in a miserable situation. They're both legitimate stars in the NHL. So we'll see if they can, uh, you know, put that pride aside and put the team first and get back out there. Because um, both are, you know, they're good for the game. They are both legitimate good players. So I want to see them out there. But yeah, enjoy your new cities. And so glad you demanded trades. That worked out well. So uh, yeah, that yeah, and we'll uh, we'll we'll wrap here soon. But what do you? I know you said you're gonna you're gonna play some golf. Maybe watch a movie later. What's on the docket? What have you watched recently? Is there anything I should um, look out for? Hmm. Uh, Lupin. I don't know if we discussed that yet. I watched Lupin on Netflix. That was awesome. It's uh, very similar to Money Heist. It's a um, European show. So I think this is a French. Um, like, yeah, it's a French uh, like little oui, oui. criminal. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. So okay. Lupin, highly recommend that. It's four episodes. I watched that in a day very easily. Um, <laughs> that one was good. You got to get used to. So again, because they dub over like what they're actually saying to make it in English. Right. So like the, the mouth doesn't match up with what oh. they're saying. I got over it very quickly because that's how it is in Money Heist 2, which I freaking loved. Okay. So it's very easy to get over. But uh, yeah, Lupin's probably what I watched recently. Watch a little Dark Knight Rises for the 17th millionth yeah. time this morning yeah. on AMC. Same. Great little morning movie. Um, trying to think anything else. Not really, because now that hockey's back, which is awesome, every night it's either Islanders or Rangers. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it's a lot of you know hockey on the TV focused on that. I will say uh, you're, but, you're, you're right on that. Uh, that there's not, it's actually really nice. Cause a lot of times I'll sit down at like, you know, after the girls go to bed and I'm like, all right, what am I going to watch now? And I'm just like scrolling through the channels, trying to find like a good movie or something that, that I can just jump into. Like, I, I know you're very, like, you just, you, you watch a lot of crap. Uh, <laughs> but I like, I like just sitting down and like catching a movie like halfway through and then finishing that up and then going to bed. Now though, you got the Rangers on all the time. You got the Knicks on all the time. So I'm, um, I'm, uh, it's it's a good it's good season for sports. Um, but yeah, oh I watched- my god, actually, do you know what I watched? Which was a god awful movie. I forgot I watched this the other day. It was a stupid comedy. It had I can't remember the name. It's like something somebody and somebody needs wedding dates, and it's with Zac Efron, oh. the guy from Workaholics, yeah. the uh, girl from Pitch Perfect, and yeah. um, the girl from uh, Parks and Rec. It was fucking awful. So don't that, waste your time with that comedy in quotations. Yeah. Is that the one where they like they bring dates, but they're they're uh, they're like criminals or something? 
right? The two no, they're not are- criminals. They're just like the two loser brothers, kind of. We're not loser brothers, but they never get dates, or if they do, they ruin every of their dates. Yeah. Always ruin everything they bring them to. So it's their sister's wedding in Hawaii, and they need dates for it. So they put out like an ad on Craigslist, and oh, they okay. go on a billion yeah, dates yeah. to find girls, and they. I, I'm drawing a blank on the actress. Yeah, name, it's, but yeah, I, Pitch Perfect. And I know what you're talking about. I've seen bits and pieces of it. Off yeah. it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I, Fight Club was on the other day, and I watched that start to finish. Ooh. That movie's so good. I haven't seen that in a while, and uh, uh, I jumped into that. There's a there's a big Star Wars marathon going on right now. Big Star Wars guy. I don't know. Are you a Are you a Star Wars guy? So I am, but I'm not. Like <laughs> I've watched them all. I enjoy them all. I'm very entertained by them all. I am not about to sit here and list what planets each of them are from. Well, no, what, I can't do what that. The Wookies, uh, what yeah, Wookies yeah. do and talk with and what they eat for breakfast. I can't get that next level on you from a Star Wars fandom perspective. Um, but hell yeah, man, this Star Wars is on TV. I'm boom, locked yeah. in, feet up. Let's enjoy some lightsaber fight. <laughs> yeah, so that that's uh that entertained me last night and this morning. So um yeah, that's Ooh. all that's- Go ahead. Yeah, go. We'll wrap it up. I swear. We watched the first. So what we just started, that's what we'll continue tonight. I watched the first Captain America last night. So we're starting all the Avengers in chronological order. So I've told you this before. Yep. Yep. I haven't. I haven't watched all of them. Um, And there's a reason for that. And well, it's a bad reason. I never was that interested in in the Marvel movies. I just never got into them. and uh, so recently I was like, I need to, I need to do this. Like I need to, I need to see what this is all about because obviously Avengers get such high praise. Um, so I have, and, and I'm not in any rush to do this, but there are certain ones I'm just not going to watch. I'm sorry. Like I'm not going to watch Ant-Man. I'm not going to watch. You're missing out. <laughs> I'm not going to watch. Ant-Man's <laughs> awesome. So underrated. Paul Rudd is great in it. I'm not going to watch Dr. Strange or whatever. And I'm not oh, going to watch. Wow. And I told you this and you, you, you crushed me for this off off pod. I'm not gonna watch the Spider Mans, man. I don't. Uh, I, I don't want to. I have no. Toby is my Spider Man, oh and and God, and uh, I don't want to. I don't want to jeopardize that, Mikey. So I'm gonna. I'll watch every other one, and I've watched um, some of the Iron Mans. I've watched the Thors. I've watched the first Avengers. Um, not all Thors, but I'm I'm uh, I'm. I, I like the Thors a lot. That's kind of, that's been my. Thors are my favorite. Yeah, they're really. And, you I, know, some call it jeopardizing, some call improving. So we'll, we'll leave that Spider-Man talk for another podcast. Yeah, we can yeah. break down. The we can do Spider-Man. the Marvel. Let me, let me get through the Marvels and we'll do that down the road. We'll have a whole Marvel, Marvel uh, pod. And I'm sure people will be interested in that because that obviously it's such a big, uh, big series. Um, but so you got to watch. Sounds like you got some plans for today. Yeah, I guess so. You know, but again, it's really hard for me to watch them. Like I don't have the interest level that I should to watch them, and it's very strange. I don't know. I'm not a big superhero guy. I love you know Batman, what? but I call but- Steve. Have Steve over for some cocktails and charcuterie board. Crank through some Avengers. Catch up on some neighborhood gossip. He literally go an afternoon. He would literally go. Well, I mean, if I was Thor, I would, I would (laughs) take over the world. You know, if I, you know, Spider Man. Oh, I got webs in my hands too. I don't. I don't even need webs. I'll just climb (laughs) on the building. Good guy. All right. Well, we'll leave it there. Um, (laughs) Thanks for tuning in for another episode of You Won't with Frank and Mike. We'll uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, Mike. All right. Take care, Frankie. Have a great day.
Thanks again for listening to the You Won't Podcast. Please go subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Go follow us on Instagram at You Won't Pod. We'll talk to you soon.